Well, good morning and welcome to This Week in the State Line. I'm Steve Summers. Today, I'm excited because we are talking about not only Earth Day, but keeping Northern Illinois beautiful. And with us from KNIB is Director of Development and Communications, Beverly Broyles. Good morning, Beverly. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Very good. Thank you for being here. Well, happy Earth Day, although I should say that every day is Earth Day. Every day is Earth Day, but specifically, it is coming up on Monday April 22nd is the official Earth Day. So that's coming up this week. So tell us a little bit of how we can keep America beautiful. So simple. Just don't throw Uh, your garbage out the window. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Just stop doing it. I was following a car uh, on Church Street getting ready to turn left onto Whitman. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, the car in front of me opened up the driver's side door and just dropped garbage. man. Right on the street. It was just like, Really? See, that's why I could not be in your position, because I would pull them over and be like, I would just, everything I see would drive me nuts, because it's about keeping not only Earth beautiful, but keeping Northern Illinois beautiful, recycling, litter prevention, beautification, and that stuff would drive me crazy. It does, and you just have to try to figure, why are they doing that, and what makes it seem right and okay Mm -hmm. to them to do that? And we have to believe at this point that it's just they did not learn. They were not educated properly on how to protect their environment or to have a greater respect for where they live and a respect for keeping everything beautiful, not only for themselves and their family, uh, but for others around them. So we're trying to adopt a new way to reach younger individuals to teach to educate to uh, show them ways that they can be empowered to protect their environment very great and then uh, with all this conversation and controversy about i-39 coming into rockford i know i know all the trash on the side of the roadways which we get a lot of calls everybody's working on trying to clean that up too Mm -hmm. that's going to drive you nuts too it does because we get a lot of calls and that's really totally out of our jurisdiction we just do not have the ability or the means to be able to be Uh, overseeing cleanup of highways and the city of rockford sometimes refers those calls to us and it's not them either it's actually idot and they have that responsibility and they claim and probably rightly so that they are so busy with everything else that they have to do you know between potholes and and construction that trying to clean up the roads is really very difficult and i can appreciate that but there has to be a way and one of the ways that we advocate is quit throwing stuff out your car window. <laughs> <It's> so simple. <laughs> that makes it really smart. You know, if you don't if you don't litter, you don't have to worry about it being picked up. But we do know that there are some issues, and I think that Chuck Sweeney and perhaps someone else had called attention to the fact that some of our disposal trucks, uh, these things are flying off of the back of their trucks as they leave from their weekly pickups going to wherever they go for their uh, their disposal site. Right. And some of these bags and pieces of litter are flying off the back. So they're not being con- they're not being sealed properly. All right. So, so now keep Northern Illinois beautiful is not a pickup place. They don't no, go on the side of the streets and clean up not. for you or anything like that. So We're a collector of recyclables and we are an education resource. There you go. So that's really important to keep in mind as we True. move forward here. We are talking to Beverly Broyles, Director of Development and Communications from Keep Northern Illinois Beautiful as we get ready to celebrate Earth Day, which yes. should be every day as yes. well. So tell us about the recycling 
aspect of Keep Northern Illinois Beautiful because there's some changes too coming up. There are up. some changes that are coming up and we want to stay very positive and to make sure that everyone knows that this is just a new beginning. Uh, this is just a new thing that we're being affected by, not only us as Keep Northern Illinois Beautiful, not just Illinois, not just the United States, but globally. This is something that's going to be affecting all of us. And that is the issue that we no longer have any way or any place to send what we collect. We're, an, you know, we're called a recycling center, but we're actually a collection center of recyclables. So there's no process at our site that actually recycles these materials into new product. We collect them and then we send them to institutions and to manufacturing sites that actually do the recycling process. Got it. And primarily plastic. And the United States has the most, uh, the greatest amount of plastic paper and glass was going to China. Did not know that either. So we were the largest exporter of these recyclable materials to China in the whole world. Although other nations were doing exactly the same thing. And with the uh, influx and the uh, number and the amount of plastic that has been created in the past 50 years, uh, it's become a phenomenon. There is nothing almost that you can touch that isn't made from plastic now. It was an amazing, an amazing invention. I think back in 1907 by a Swedish inventor, and then it became a miracle. It was just this miracle product that could be made into bottles and drinking bottles and toothbrushes and combs and just furniture. Everything was being made of plastic. And at that time, and I believe this is correct, the uh, manufacturers of these products that were made from plastic, the manufacturers said it was not their problem what happened to it to be disposed of once it was used, that it was the consumer's problem. So years and decades later, uh -huh. now we're starting to deal with that mentality. Yes, it's become, you know, with January 1st, 2018, when the door slammed shut. And it was not with a lack of some forewarning, but it was still shut immediately. And we have to appreciate that they had good reason to do this. Uh, when you think about it, for 50 years, the globe sending all of their disposable recyclables oh, to China, uh, oh. it gave it got rid of that. They could say, whoa, it's gone from here. We don't right. have to worry about it now because it's over there. But the, China, really wisely so, has their own pollution problem. And they lost the level of employee that used to be able to sort between the contaminated and non-contaminated plastic materials that we were exporting to them. And now they are requiring that the plastic that they import, that they do import, be 99.5% pure. It's just so complicated as a consumer to know yes. what is recyclable, what isn't recyclable, mm -hmm. and sometimes we're papers recyclable and plastics, but some plastics aren't, some paper True. isn't. I, it's just so hard to keep track. As it a is consumer. very hard to keep track, and I think that's one of the things that we are now uh, on a mission to do is to really make it less complicated, to be better with our education process, and I believe that some of the disposal centers also are trying to be more clear. Uh, being consistent is something that's very, very important to, that we try to strive for. And by consistent, that we make sure that uh, these materials are being disposed of in correct containers. 
And the labeling uh, of these containers has been very inconsistent worldwide. So I think that uh, those individuals who are responsible for making major decisions globally are going to have to come together with a systematic way to label these. Japan is incredible with what they've done in being able to have street-side recyclable containers that are really clearly labeled. And it's a everyday activity. It's just become a routine. It's become a habit for those citizens to do the right thing and to dispose of these. It hasn't become a habit for us in the United States. There are some of our citizens that are totally committed to the recycling process. And I know this is going to become a hard shock for them because they are so good about recycling plastic, so good about recycling paper, and so good about recycling glass. And at least for the temporary, we want to call it a temporary halt in our being able to accept these things. We're hoping that there is some resolution. I've been reading, uh, I read a lot about what things are being done, what innovations are coming up. And I know that there is uh, a new center that is trying to create fuel uh, from plastic. Uh, There's uh, an institution or an organization opening up in Indiana that is going to be doing some of this reprocessing of plastic into uh, some sort of fuel. And so these are the types of things that are going to have to happen. You know, people have got to start thinking smarter and uh, being more entrepreneurial and inventive. And so all we can do right now is to really, really encourage people to be optimistic, to use less, to use less of what it is that they're buying, uh, to be more uh, frugal, to not buy more than they can use, and to reuse what they can. Uh, don't buy commercially made plastic <laughs> water bottles. Don't buy them. Use the containers and just recycle buy them. Buy yourself exactly. yep. a refillable drinking yep. water uh, bottle and use that consistently. And instead of buying, you know, little bottles, get a water filtration system if you need one in your home or buy larger containers of water that can then be used to refill your reusable water bottle. Use a refillable coffee cup, a refillable mug. Don't rely on paper even or styrofoam cups. So it's thinking smarter. It's something that we need to do or else we're going to be drowning in a sea of litter and plastic. You, you kind of see that with the fast food chains, such mm-hmm. as uh, like a McDonald's or something. They mm-hmm. actually wrap the hamburgers now where at one time they came in styrofoam containers. Yeah. True. So they are starting to catch up. Starbucks is moving forward very quickly. Uh, The elimination of straws. uh, You know, when you think of one little straw, you may think, ah, that is so insignificant. You know, how can Mm -hmm. not using one straw make a difference? But everything makes a difference. Everything. Every straw you refuse to take makes a difference. And a lot of restaurants now are going back to uh, paper straws. Or not offering a straw immediately and automatically. It needs to be requested. We advocate for people buying reusable straws. They're made out of aluminum, and they can be cleaned and brought back, you know, with you. Tuck it in your shirt pocket or in your purse or backpack. Never thought of that. Yeah, and they're very readily available. Uh, They're very good and much better than the plastic straws that really do cause a problem with our aquatic animals and our wildlife 
Uh, there have been situations where these straws get stuck in the nostrils of our turtles and have to be surgically removed, and they do not biodegrade ever. And we are talking to Beverly Broyles from the Keep Northern Illinois Beautiful Committee, and she's the Director of Development and Communications, and we're just talking about the ocean. You just Mm -hmm. heard in the massive news about a whale that swallowed so many plastic bags and passed away. So this is an ongoing event that is happening as we speak. Even though it's Earth Day, it's continuous. It is continuous, and sometimes it's hard for us tucked here in the Midwest to be concerned about what's happening in the oceans Uh, But it isn't that far away. When you think that there's a garbage patch between California and Hawaii that is the size of the state of Texas, and it's just there in the water that's an accumulation of plastic, fishing lines, any number of pieces of debris that have gathered there, not just because it was put there, but it could even have been floating from the Mississippi River into the Gulf and have made its way around to California and Hawaii. So that's the Rock River that empties into the Mississippi. So it is home. That's true. The other thing is like with a, like if you buy a six pack of pop, soda mm-hmm. pop, and then mm-hmm. you have the plastic rings yeah. that cut those open so they don't Must. get trapped around animals and stuff. Because you see and hear stories about that all the time. The yogurt and they're jars, true. Everything. The reality, you know, they, those rings, if you don't cut them, they do get stuck around the necks of ducks and they do uh, end up getting stuck on flippers of, you know, turtles. And, and it's just very sad because one of the themes of Earth Day this year is save our species. That's the theme. And so a lot of effort and attention is being paid to what's happening, you know, to these species that we are trying to preserve that are somehow sometimes being threatened. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that Keep Northern Illinois Beautiful is very well known for the Christmas tree recycling yes. program, which is phenomenal, by Thank the way. Thank you. Doing great, and you recycle that into mulch that people can come back and get aesthetic mulch which for great gardens. Which then is beautification. Which is perfect, because it's the whole recycling mm-hmm. in process. So, But other things you do, not only just textiles, but you do metal drives yes. and you do different things as well. Do you have any of those coming up? Well, we do. We have our Medicaid, well, we have a clothing drive coming up first on May 11th, mm-hmm. and this is something so very important that... I didn't realize, actually, until I started working for KNIB, that every piece of clothing that you have is recyclable or reusable. Even if it's ripped, even if it's stained, don't throw it away into the garbage. That just goes into the landfill where it will slowly biodegrade and, in the process, emit toxic gases. So these torn and ripped products can be re cycled into cleaning rags, into insulation, into underlayment for carpets. So don't throw those stained and ripped things away. That was something that I learned. But those items that are reusable and resellable, we partner with Goodwill Industries, Northern Illinois, and we create jobs for our local uh, individuals, our local citizens, because they can find employment in Goodwill and what we collect becomes product. It becomes product for them to sort through, to send those items that need to be recycled into cleaning rags. Those are, re- are sorted. The things that they can resell in their stores uh, are there. Uh, they recycle. So it's, it's an amazing, uh, wonderful circle 
Now, also like rubber tires, I know that you can yep. recycle tires into playgrounds and things. Yes, and you tracks can. They can be made into you know more softer uh, pavement. We mm-hmm. do not collect the uh, tires. The hazardous waste site does, but we are the voice of the hazardous waste site. So if you call uh, them, you get us, and we have the knowledge, and we know what uh, things they do take and what they don't take. So we are actually the voice of the hazardous waste site as well. So reduce. Reuse, yes. recycle, like the three R's. Yes. So it used to be what reading, writing, and arithmetic, yes, or whatever. Right. But now it's just reduce, yeah. reuse, and recycle. And we're slowly adding the fourth R, which is rot, which is for uh, to uh, comp- oh, I'm trying to think. Um, compost. Compost. Yes. So that's what the rot is. So that's the fourth R. We're not quite as active in that, but we do have referrals that we can make to uh, very, very wise people that can help people with their compost. Now, when you recycle it, like uh, air conditioners and mm-hmm. anything with Freon, you are not allowed for that, or TVs We do anymore, take right? uh, refrigerators. We do take dehumidifiers. We do take these uh, items that have Freon in them. There is mm-hmm. a $20 charge, and we have a licensed professional that removes the Freon and affixes a label. Okay. Uh, to the appliance, and once that label is applied, then it can be sent out to be recycled. All right, and televisions as well now? Is that a whole different Yes, it's a whole now? new world. Uh, the SARA Act, which is the Consumer Electronics Recycling Act, went into effect on January 1st, 2019. It was a law that was passed in 2017 uh, with Governor Rauner, and it's putting more responsibility on the manufacturers of televisions. But it's become a whole Illinois EPA uh, opt-in program that counties had to opt in to become of that to become that program, and we are the designated collector for these items. Um, once we collect them, and there is a fee now, it gets sent to Clear um, Click Carol Stream to a company called Com Two, and then those televisions are recycled at that location. We are talking to Beverly Broyles of Keep Northern Illinois Beautiful. Now, your locations, your recycling centers, they're pretty much strategically located all over the state line, right? Not really. We have, we are, and when we were talking earlier about yeah. this uh, change sure. in our recycling procedure, we exactly will be, where I was headed. We're going to be closing the Roscoe Recycle Center, which is located off of McCurry Road in Roscoe. Mm-hmm in front of Advanced Disposal, and it was with a very friendly and mutual agreement with Advanced and Keep uh, Northern Illinois Beautiful. They are still going to be collecting, uh, they being Advanced Disposal, collecting these items that we no longer are collecting, uh, plastic, paper, and glass, but there will be a fee. Okay. And we at Keep Northern Illinois Beautiful did not want to engage in having to charge our citizens with another fee. So because of that, we decided that for the interim, uh, we hope it will be a short time. We will not be accepting those, but they will still be accepted at advanced. So we're down to just our one recycle center, which is at 4665 Hydraulic Road in Rockford off of South Alpine. Uh, there is a possibility that we will be opening up another location, but it still hasn't been uh, solidified with permitting and that kind of a process. And what do you accept at your location on Hydraulic Road? We accept so much. So this is what the, we want to eliminate the fear uh, in the public that, oh my gosh, you know, there's no place to go now. We still accept clothing. Mm-hmm. Every Tuesday and Saturday, we accept metals. We accept televisions. We accept electronics and small appliances. We accept cell phones. 
There's a complete list on our website. Uh, we still accept um, appliances, as we just talked about. We still accept uh, vacuum cleaners. Um, we accept batteries for marine and boat uh, car batteries. So there's still a great number of things that we um, still collect. All we have eliminated, which is unfortunate, one of the major things that we have uh, accepted with our collectibles has been the paper, plastic, and glass. But it is just something that is not our decision. It's a global decision. All right, so the address for the Recycling Center and Hydraulic Road again? 4665 Hydraulic Road off of South Alpine. And this is actually exciting. Our administrative offices have been uh, hidden above the Dairy Depot in Loves Park, and we are relocating next week. We have had a capital campaign that has added administrative offices and a wonderful education space to the Hydraulic Road Center. So we will be in-house at that center with our administrative offices, and we'll have a wonderful education space to be able to start programming, uh, not only for young people, but for educators to become more knowledgeable about how they then can teach their students more mm -hmm. about recycling and the environmental health of our planet. And your website, you mentioned the website a couple of times. Sure, www.knib.org. KNIB.org. Mm -hmm. And again, we're talking to Beverly Broyles of Keep Northern Illinois Beautiful. I guess the uh, the last thing I would say is that you're probably encouraged by the generations that are coming, the oh millennials and yes. how they care for the planet and how their attitudes are so much different than the baby boomers. Yes. That's got to be exciting for you moving forward. It's so exciting. I just uh, did a presentation this morning at Keith Country Day School. Uh, last week at our Earth Day Awards banquet, we gave awards to for educational uh, locations, we had an elementary school award to the Maria Montessori School. Uh, we had a presentation to the Genesis One Club at Holy Names in Inverness, Illinois. And we also honored Rock Valley College, uh, who has, they have an amazing program for their students for sustainability, envir environmental sustainability, sorry, mm -hmm. sure. and Roosevelt. Uh, Community Education Center, which was our high school designated award winner, they have been working with recycling and remaking plastic into product. So incredible things are happening with our youth. That's great. The future is going to be bright, but again, it doesn't just come down to one person. No. It comes down to all of us reducing, reusing, and recycling. And it's a constant thing in your mind. You have to yes. always be aware of it. Be more aware of it. Say no to that plastic bag. There's been a lot of, you know... Uh, pounding of the chest over the proposed uh, taxing of it, yeah. Taxing mm -hmm. of the plastic bag. Just don't take the bag. <laughs> you don't. Have, <laughs> it's kind of simple. You won't have to pay a tax if you don't pay. You know, they if you don't take the bag. the bag. That's absolutely right. So bring your own bag. Uh, you know, there bring those bags that are rewashable and launderable. Then you're always going to have a clean bag with you to take home your products, and you will not be using a plastic bag, and you won't pay a tax. See, it's a win-win. No tax, no hazard to the environment. It's a win-win yeah, for everybody. No one is forcing you to take that, and we're trying to empower not only our young people, but uh, all of us grown-ups as well, is that even no matter what you do, as little as it might be, it's something. Mm -hmm. We are empowered to do something. We may not be able to open the doors to China. We may not be able to come up with that ultimate solution to the uh, uh, removal of plastic, but we can do something. 
Anything is better than nothing. Exactly. So don't get overwhelmed and just shrug and throw your hands up in hopelessness. There's just so much you can still do. Well, Beverly, thank you so much for coming in, talking to us about recycling as we get ready for Earth Day, which every day is Earth Day. (laughs) And thank you for keeping Northern Illinois beautiful. Thank you. And thank you very much for having me here today. That is This Week in the State Line.